Hello, I am so thrilled you're here. I'm Chris Rice, empowerment coach and founder of the Chris Rice Collective. I provide soul care for mamas raising kids with mental health challenges. Imagine creating freedom, clarity, and ease in your life, even in the midst of chaos. That's where I come in. Thank you for giving yourself this time today. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hello, welcome to Mama Soul Care. So I'm coming to you a day later than usual, but I hope that you have time to tune into this because I think this is going to be a great conversation that's really going to serve and support you this week. So let's just dig into it. So this week I have been thinking a lot about expectations. I saw this really amazing quote from Glennon Doyle, who I feel like I start my things every single week saying that, but it's the truth. And so I saw this thought from her saying that COVID has messed us up mentally because nobody has showed us how to adjust our expectations of ourselves and others based on what we're going through. And what's killing us is that we are trying to maintain what we used to in today's environment. And it's killing us mentally to try and do this. And when I saw that and I read it, and I've actually read it a couple times, it just hits home so deeply for me because I believe that to be true. And so many times, if I think about it, my own expectations are actually what bring fault to the situation. My own expectations and what I'm bringing to that situation is really off and it's not serving me. And so it just got me questioning, you know, is the issue our expectations really? Like everything's actually going well or it's it's moving along in a direction that we want it to be moving to, but we have these glasses on of our expectations that's totally skewing the situation. So if this is kind of piquing your curiosity, I wanted to share a couple stories where I feel like that's really hit home in my life. I live by stories to be able to put things into perspective. So if you do too, I hope that this will kind of help you see that. Um, so the first one, okay, let's start out easy. <laughs> so one idea I thought of is literally this top I have on today. So I love it. I just bought it, but I was second guessing myself all morning on whether I would wear this shirt and why because it's kind of crappy, like you can't tell it here, but it's kind of crappy. I never ever wear that, um, but I didn't wanna wear it because I felt like my stomach didn't look the way that I wanted it to. And I sat with that for a second, and then I adjusted my expectation of, what do you want your stomach to look like? Like that is insanity. Everyone has skin. And if you wanna wear that top, ditch that perfectionism and realize you can absolutely wear this shirt and look great in it and feel great in it, most importantly. And your whole idea of what you think your stomach and midsection should look like will hold you back from any joy that that shirt's gonna bring you. And so, I say that not to make light of it, but to say that probably nobody else would think that if they saw me. And therefore, it is my own skewed expectation that is literally just robbing me of joy. So I feel like I wanted to start small with that because I think that so many times we have tiny little ways that we second guess ourselves all day long. And those are just because of our own expectations that we put out there, 
No one else would think of them. And so we're only holding ourselves back when that happens. So think about those things where maybe you're adjusting what you're gonna do because you're like, eh, I don't know, doesn't seem right. But what's really off and what doesn't seem right? And is that really something that you wanna give power to? So that was my lighthearted one, but I have two that are like a little deeper that I think will also hit home for you. So one's about me and one's about my journey with my daughter. So for myself, um, if you know me, you may know this about me. If you don't, let me share <laughs> that I am naturally a very hard worker. That is something I'm very proud of, but also have to keep in check. So I naturally have a very, very strong work ethic and drive and passion to really be constantly moving the needle, whether that is at home or a lot at work. Um, and candidly for three years now, I've worked two jobs. I work a full-time job and I do the Chris Rice Collective as well. And so all that to say, I obviously had to have a strong work ethic and drive to try and make change. And so I can see now how that has served me very well and it is something that I'm proud of. But it's one of those things where sometimes those things that are good in us get taken to an extreme and they have to get broken down before they can really serve us in the best way possible and when i think of my work ethic that's exactly what i think about um so at the end of last year i literally think it was like in a workout that i got this idea <laughs> that i needed to pause because i had been running so freaking hard for so long getting up at 5 a.m., working until my kids got up, kind of working, kind of not, like while they were getting ready, taking them to school, doing all I could during their school day, working after they got home, and obviously putting in family time and then starting it again. The So clearly there was no pause in that, right? There was no downtime. There was no space for anything, but I had run faster and faster and faster until I got to that place. And so like anything, it just kind of continued to snowball and it was like, well, if you can do this, then you can also do this and this. And so it just kept growing to a point to which it finally didn't feel good. So it was like, yes, I can physically do this, but it doesn't feel good anymore. So I wonder what would be like if I did it differently. And it was so interesting because I took this idea of the power of the pause. I literally had it written on my mirror to remind me that I didn't have to fill every second of every day. And it became very clear very fast that that pace I was keeping didn't feel good at all. And I was determined to push past that uncomfortable feeling that continued to say, yeah, it doesn't feel good, but like that's what you've always done. You need to keep doing that. And instead think, what do I really wanna do? In this very moment, what do I wanna do? And that pause and that moment to think about what I did wanna do, it truly changed everything. And what's amazing to me is I really feel like I've rewired my brain in doing that. So I probably started that at maybe December of last year and I've, just continued to do less and do less and do less 
and I feel like a new person all over again from doing it. And I say that because it was only my own expectations that said, here's what you need to do. Like everyone says you should do this, I'm gonna do that. If I wanna grow my business, here's what I need to do, I'm gonna do it tenfold. Like just that pace that was untenable and it was only in my own head. That was the hard part to grapple with, was that at the end of the day, no one else knew all that I was doing. And so if I was only the one seeing it and it wasn't really moving the needle, why on earth would I continue doing it? And so it didn't happen overnight and it didn't change quickly, but it did over probably a month, I just began pulling back and pulling back. And from the outside, it probably doesn't look like I'm doing anything differently. That was the beauty of it. And that was the shift of, it was all along my own expectations of what that work had to be hard and I had to do a lot and I had to show up this much and I had to work this many hours and it was all not true. And so I just, I'm so thankful for that space to see that it was my expectations in the end and all that it was taking away was my own happiness around it. So I've reclaimed that now and that feels super empowering. And so if you have areas of your life where you're sort of questioning that, you know, do I wanna continue doing this or not having that pullback and space, I really feel like is so impactful and can change so much. And the other area, or the other story I have, I should say, um, about expectations is expectations about healing and what that should look like. I know I've talked a lot about my daughter's journey of her own mental health and getting to a place of mental wellness. And I think back to our really intensive time that we have been working on helping her feel better and be more happy um, because those are the two things she wants. And so those are our focus and those are everything we're striving for. And when we began our journey of really trying to support her brain health and get her to a place where she can feel good and be happier day to day, it felt like it unwound in a bad way before it could get better. And I think so much, so we did neurofeedback with her. And if you don't know about it, let me know, like maybe drop something in the comments because I'm curious if that might hit home for a future topic. But we have really taken a holistic approach to her, um, her health and wellness. So she's gone gluten-free. We rely really heavily on supplements to support her body and her brain. We have done neurofeedback and biofeedback and really cutting edge, amazing practices that I am incredibly thankful to have found and been able to provide her. But it's really hard when you commit to doing all those things, to taking on all of that and putting all the time and resources into doing that and you feel like you're losing her, like you're moving backwards and she feels worse and day-to-day -day is harder. All of those things are a real knockdown when you're in the thick of it. And it wasn't that long ago that we were in the thick of it. But when I look at the kiddo that she was back in the fall to who she is now in the spring, we got our daughter back. 
we got the real version of Sophie. And that is a gift that I will never, ever take lightly. And the whole thing is that when it felt like it was unraveling to me, in reality, it was her healing. And it was just that I had this glossy rose colored version of what I felt like healing should look like if we gave her the tools and we gave her these cutting edge technologies to support her with, why would it not just breeze through and everything would move along and be simple? We found the answer. Why wouldn't it be easy to take away and, and support those pieces that are so hard for her? But the reality is it never looks like what you think it should. It never does. And so once I heard that from our doctors, trusted people, and once I could sit with that, I realized it was my own expectations of what I really felt like the healing journey should look like because I hadn't seen it before and I didn't know what to expect. So in my head, it looked one way and that version was entirely different from what I was seeing in real life. And so, the, the end of the story is nothing was wrong all along. She was healing in her own way and that was all she needed. She didn't need my expectations of what it should look like. And I honestly believe once I put those two together and realized it was not matching what I thought it should be, I honestly think it fast-tracked her getting better. Um, we're super energetically connected as so many, most parents, especially moms and kids are. And when I was able to free myself of that burden of what it should look like, it freed her too. And so it's just another example where maybe putting our expectations in check and seeing if it really matches or questioning it is super duper powerful. So I hope that these stories may have hit home for you today. I hope that they support you and maybe give you some permission to be able to just explore where are expectations needed and where could they be questioned and where could you free yourself up to really absorb more joy and fulfillment in your life if you could just lessen the expectations. So I hope this hit home for you. Um, I hope that it has supported you. I come here every week for Mama Soul Care and it's one of my favorite things. So tune back in next week. Thank you for your time today. I'm so glad to have had this time with you. And if you're curious to hear more about my story and my journey of supporting my daughter through her mental health journey, um, grab my free book. It's called Unstuck, it's in the bio and grab it. You can listen to it. I gave a full audio version and a beautiful PDF. Either are yours. And I just really hope it supports you. It's totally free. So if you're curious, go grab it. It's in my bio link and I will look forward to touching base with you soon. Thank you for listening. If you're curious to learn more about the Chris Rice Collective and how I can partner with you to create freedom, calm, and clarity in your life, visit chrisricecollective.com. Here you can discover more about my coaching programs, membership community, and curated content to support your motherhood journey. I look forward to connecting with you soon.